0: Our opening prayer was based on a prayer written by the late Eddie Askew, who worked for many years for the Leprosy Mission, alongside his artistic and writing work. We're delighted today to be focusing on the work of the Leprosy Mission, something that both churches have been supporting down the years. Today, with the help of Chris Stratter, Our local regional officer will look again at that work and how it is making a difference in so many lives. Chris is going to give a couple of short talks and he'll also be joining us for virtual coffee after the service. That's at our usual zoom link and I hope you can join us for that as well. But now over to Chris to introduce his theme.
1: Hello, my name is Chris Stratter, and I'm your regional manager from the Leprosy Mission. I wonder what you think of when you hear the word leprosy. Maybe you think, isn't that just a really old disease that we read about in the Bible? Surely no one today has leprosy. Well, every two minutes, someone today is told they have leprosy for the first time. At the Leprosy Mission, we are passionate about finding people with leprosy, giving them the cure and helping them to have the best life they can. In the Bible, we see Jesus reach out and heal someone with leprosy. a way we see our role as finishing the work Jesus started by bringing an end to this horrible disease now children I'm going to need your help what I'd like you to do in your families if you can line up in a row so that you can see the screen but that you're all in a line next to each other now the person who's at one end of your line. You are going to be the hand in our body. You or me. Now, the person at the end, I hope you like cooking, because I need you to do some lovely acting for me. I need you to stir a pot, perhaps a nice big pot of soup. Do some lovely stirring. Now unfortunately, when you're stirring, your hand touches the hot pan. Now. Before you can do anything, your hand needs to pass a message to the cleverest part of your body. That's right, the brain. So to pass a message from the hand up to the brain, we need some help. Now, our helpers are the messengers in our body. We call them the nerves. So people in the middle, you are the nerves, and at the other end, the brain. And together, in your family, you're a human body. Now, when your hand touches the hot pan as you're stirring, what do you think? Ouch! That's right, ouch. So pass your message, hand, ouch, ouch. To the nerves. Yeah, the pass on ouch up to the brain, and the brain thinks, ouch! So what does the brain need to say to the hand? The brain needs to say, move your hand away, or something like that. So brain, you pass the message down to the nerves, to the hand, and hand, take your hand away. Move the hand! Move the hand. Oh! Now in a healthy body, that's what happens. It's a bit quicker than that, hopefully, but the hand talks to the brain and then the hand pulls itself away. This time, our nerves, are messengers, I'm afraid you're not working, so you can sit down. Again, hand, do your stirring. This time you touch the hot pan, you think, ouch. Ouch. Now, if you want to pass a message to the brain, Can you do it? No, sadly not, because there are no messengers. So brain, can you help? No, the brain can't talk to the hand either. So what will happen to the hand? Sadly, it will get burnt. That's what can happen to someone with leprosy. We might think pain Is something bad but actually pain is a good thing it's a gift that helps us know when we're hurting ourselves people with leprosy start to lose the ability to feel pain so they can get hurt when they're cooking they might burn themselves when they're working or gardening with their hands they can get damaged by thorns or infectious things Some people with leprosy are poor and often they don't have shoes or sandals and if they're walking on the ground, they can easily damage their feet and get ulcers. Sadly, that's what happened to my friend Fyo in this picture. Fyo lives in Myanmar and can you see, his leg here is in plaster of Paris. Fyo had a really bad ulcer on his foot that got very infected. But the good news is he came to our leprosy mission hospital in Myanmar. And now he's getting help for his foot. He has a wife and a little boy. His life has been saved through coming to the hospital and he's happy and so grateful because people like you make it possible for Fyo to get healing for his foot. Thank you, children, for your lovely acting skills. I'm sorry I couldn't see you doing that acting, but I'm sure you did a really good job. So what can we learn? Well, firstly, we can thank God, can't we, for those of us who have healthy bodies, that we can feel pain and that our bodies work. That is a gift from God. And secondly, next time you hurt yourself, pray for people like Fio. Who have leprosy, who can't feel pain. Pray that God would care for them and give them what they need. That would be really kind if you would do that. Adults, I look forward to speaking to you a little bit later. And thank you so much, children and young people, for your lovely acting. God bless you.
0: And now we hear our Bible readings first from the second book of Kings, the story of Naaman, the leper, and Jeannie Bien is to read this with her family, and then we'll sing the Stuart Townsend version of the twenty-third psalm, before our Gospel reading, from John's Gospel, which focuses on Jesus, the Good Shepherd, who brings life, and life in all its fullness. And that's to be read by david reynolds so let's listen for god's word to us today
2: bible reading 2nd kings 5 verses 1 to 15a naaman the commander of the syrian army was highly respected and esteemed by the king of syria Because through Naaman, the Lord had given victory to the Syrian forces. He was a great soldier, but he suffered from a dreaded skin disease. In one of their raids against Israel, the Syrians had carried off a little Israelite girl, who became a servant of Naaman's wife. One day, she said to her mistress, I wish that my master could go to the prophet who lives in Samaria he would cure him of his disease when naaman heard of this he went to the king and told him what the girl had said the king said go to the king of israel and take this letter to him so naaman set out taking 30 pieces 30000 pieces of silver six thousand pieces of gold, and ten changes of fine clothes. The letter that he took read, This letter will introduce my officer Naaman. I want you to cure him of his disease. When the king of Israel read the letter, he tore his clothes in dismay and exclaimed, How can the king of Syria expect me to cure this man? Does he think that I am God with the power of life and death? It's plain that he is trying to start a quarrel with me. When the prophet Eliza heard what had happened, he sent word to the king Why are you so upset? Send the man to me. And I'll show him that there is a prophet in Israel. So Naaman went with his horses and chariot and stopped at the entrance to Eliza's house. Eliza sent a servant out to tell him to go and wash himself seven times in the Jordan River and he would be completely cured of his disease. But Naaman left in a rage saying, I thought he would at least come out to me, pray to the Lord his God, wave his hand over the deceased spot, and cure me. Besides, aren't the rivers of Abana and Farfar back in Damascus better than any river in Israel? I could have washed in them and been cured. His servant went up to him and said, Sir, If the prophet had told you to do something difficult, you would have done it. Now, why can't you just wash yourself, as he said, and be cured? So Naaman went down to the Jordan, dipped himself in it seven times, as Eliza has instructed, and he was completely cured. His flesh became firm and healthy, like that of a child. He returned to Elisha with all his men. That was the reading for today.